Small group fails. Now, don't turn me off. I'm sure if you have read my blog for a very long, heard me speak about modern youth ministry, or read my previous book on uh, youthology, the study of youth, you have heard me talk about small groups. I truly believe that we lost personal discipleship in youth ministry the last 20 years. We went to small groups in the Orange Conference model of youth ministry in the early part of the millennium, but we forgot to bring discipleship and theology into the small group setting. And the statistics have proven that under the, uh, this format of small groups that we've been doing the last two decades, the theology of a generation has plummeted. What did this get us? A dramatic, spiraling drop of the biblical worldview in Gen Z that set a rock bottom low of 4%, a 4% biblical worldview, down from 19% in the millennial generation before them. Sure, the blame for this lies squarely on unhealthy homes also, but youth ministry cannot escape this responsibility of the plummeting biblical worldview in Gen Z. So here are some more statistics as I kind of build this case. The oldest Americans are 84% Christian and Gen Z is 34% Christian. Of the oldest Americans, only 9%, 9% were unaffiliated with the religion. Well, 48% of Gen Z is unaffiliated with the religion. Here's another one. Gen Z is the first generation in American history to which the nuns clearly outnumbered the Christians. They also have the highest percentage of atheists recorded in American history. Now, hear me, I'm not blaming Orange Conference for this loss, nor am I blaming small group ministry. What I am blaming is poorly done small group ministry. <laughs> okay, listen, of course, the responsibility of the home and youth ministry and discipleship is there too, but let's, let's talk about healthy small groups. I love healthy small groups. Our youth ministry in the 80s and 90s existed of dozens of small groups, but we had a move of God in those living rooms, in malls, in airport meeting rooms that these students will never forget. I remember students in cafes meeting all over our city in small group host homes, having lessons from the Word of God, lying on their face before God in front rooms or worshiping in, with an acoustic guitar in the back meeting hall of a cafe prophesying and praying over each other, and even inviting their friends into these small groups. Look at uh, a look at small groups today, um, the small group ministry today. We need some changes. We cannot replace discipleship and the presence of God by doing small groups, right? No, they should assist discipleship. They should bring our students into the presence of God. We do not um, make a... Uh, move to small groups just because we don't want to put the time in producing effective youth services. We do not make a move to small groups because we don't have the time to create uh, great sermons because we're not studying. Our students need a dynamic, spirit-filled youth setting on a regular basis, and small groups could be a great assist to the youth service, to our preaching and teaching. Because the more teenagers seek God, the more teenagers will see Him. And if they see Him, they will serve Him. 
Okay, let's, let me stop preaching and give you some small group fails and solutions. So I'm going to give you the fail, but I want to give you solutions too. I've been seeing this around the country for a long time. I'm in small group settings. I witnessed this firsthand. Youth ministries all over the country that have stopped doing a youth service or a rally type large group and they've moved to small group based programming. Kind of like what our teenagers are doing seven hours a day at school, right? I mean, that's a thought. We could talk about that maybe sometime. Is that really what we want to do is move them into another small group in the presence of God? So, okay. So anyway, listen, number one, small fail, lack of theology. Where are our students going to learn the scriptures? We have many forms to teach students theology. I get that. Preaching, teaching, worship, counseling, mentoring. We cannot lose the value of small group spiritual formation and discipleship. So what is the solution? Make sure that the scriptures are read. Make sure that the content matches the current series in the youth group. Create healthy spaces for questions and answers on the topic so we can help them build a biblical worldview. Number two, leader takeovers. When small groups are done well, they are a great assist to healthy youth ministry, but we must train our small group leaders in the art of conversation and dialogue. So here's some solutions. Too often there's little discussion and conversation in the small group. Little discussion on the scriptures or theology, and what ends up happening in most small groups is that the leader takes over 80% of the conversation and maybe 20% is student dialogue. And that's generous. I've seen it worse. So what we need to do is to move the leader to about 40% and the student to about 60% of the dialogue. This can be done when leaders ask good questions, wait in silence for responses, and they're prepared to follow up those student responses, you know, with questions of their own. All right, number three, not enough time tarrying and waiting. Week after week, small groups take place. There's never any time for students to respond to the presence of God, to respond in worship. Um, where are our students going to learn how to worship? Where will they learn the gifts of the Spirit? When is the last time you prayed for healing or a miracle, a supernatural sign or a wonder in the small group setting? So here's some solutions. Give students an opportunity to pray for each other. Not just with each other, but for each other. Give them an opportunity to use the gifts. Teach on the gifts and make sure there's extended worship time. Because if they're not learning the gifts of the Spirit in the small group setting, then the small group setting is replacing a very important element in our youth ministry and in Christianity, responding to the presence of God. Number four, when the small group becomes a chat session, it is a major fail. In too many places, the small groups today have become hangouts, chat sessions about life, organic places of conversation and food and games and very little theology and accountability. So the solution, we need to train leaders in the art of transitional statements. Phrases that take us from that conversation of how the day went into spiritual application. That's what rabbis do. The rabbi is a lost role in the life of modern day discipleship. If we lose the rabbi, we lose discipleship. Unfortunately, the rabbis today uh, are, are youth leaders across the country who have lost the importance of discipleship in a generation through conversation. 
Intentional conversation. Okay, listen, we have an opportunity to get better at this. All of us need someone in our life that we are spiritually afraid of. Students need small group leaders who are spiritually mature and know how to be rabbis in their life. Guide their life. Guide their conversations. Discipleship and following is one of the most critical needs in the 21st century in adolescents and teenagers today. If we do not get teenagers to uh, follow someone, a spiritual icon for them, that we're failing them in the discipleship process. Gen Z is going to, just like Alpha Gen coming behind them, lose the spiritual formation of another generation. So we need solid spiritual mothers and fathers who lead healthy small groups, and they lead them and they see the impact and the outcomes of spiritual formation and discipleship in, in Gen Z and an Alpha Gen coming behind them. If we fail to take this task seriously, small group leadership development seriously, then we fail to take Christ's command to go into all the world and to make disciples and to teach them the commands to teach to our children from one generation to the next, right? Psalm, Psalm 78 and uh, Matthew 28. To their children and to the children who are coming, it is our faith handoff. And we must lead our students better. We must train our our small group leaders better so that they have the understanding of spiritual discipline and they can bring in correction and accountability and they can guide conversation as good rabbis. Next week, we're going to talk about developing them. We're going to talk about how to develop small group leaders, the art of the question. We're going to talk about um, how to take small groups to the next level, okay? Don't miss it.